a lot of it is internal dialogue. When we're telling ourselves for saying it out loud to someone, it's the same thing as saying it to ourselves. And if you're saying, I just can't do this anymore, then you're right. <laughs> Welcome back to the Mindset Mastery podcast. Today's episode is all about gratitude and resilience. Joining me behind the mic to share her story is Kathleen Saltmarsh-Voss, the creator of A Chapter After. Kat helps people who go through massive life changes, either planned or involuntary, to take the lessons they've learned into the next chapter and to help them find their new selves and, more importantly, to find their best selves. In the time since her own life-changing moment in 2017, she created a chapter after. And today we're going to talk about what she's learned from her own experience and her perspective on involuntary change. Kat, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Rachel. I appreciate it. Thanks. So love that your messaging is so much about gratitude and we're going to talk a lot about that in the episode. But first I'd like to start with you know, creating a chapter after and where the idea from that came from after you going through your own experiences. Sure, sure. So I have always been a pretty positive person. I, I It was born into me, I think. I had a mom that was very positive and everything. And so I've spent most of my life just finding the silver lining, that type of thing. And I didn't realize until 2017 that I was training for when I would really need it. And um, so on June 3rd of 2017, I was working for a local or actually national nonprofit. And we had an event and right after the event was over and we were cleaning up and everything, somebody drove really fast past me and their race trailer flew across the road and knocked me down and ran over both my legs. And in from that, I broke both of my legs in eight different places. I was non-weight bearing for about five or six months. I was in a wheelchair and that in itself is an experience. Um, to see life from that level was extremely intimidating and humbling. That That's for another story. I lost count a while ago of how many surgeries and, and procedures that I've had, but my contrast of life before and after, I was a marathoner before all of this happened. And, uh, and yet, even laying on the ground there waiting for the the paramedics to get there to take me to the hospital. I was, I was laying on the ground, looking around at all these people and I was supposed to be their leader. So it was awkward, but I was just so grateful that these people were there for me and it, it made all the difference for me. But even so moments after this happened, I was just finding ways to be grateful. And it wasn't that I was trying, I was just seeing them. And I think that's the way it is with gratitude is the more that you focus on it, the more you see it. And as I said in the beginning, I didn't realize I was in training for something. And I also didn't realize that my life would turn out to be the way it is, but I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And uh, a chapter after came about because I was spending a lot of my time, uh, people would visit me in the hospitals. I was in two different hospitals and then they sent me to a rehab center. And, uh, and then I went home and people were constantly visiting me which was wonderful. I had tons of support and I'm quite aware that not everybody has that kind of support. So again, there was just such gratitude for all the people that cared enough about me to take time out of their day and come see me. And so I, after this, after I lost my ability to run and after all of these things were happening and everything, 
I, I started thinking things through. I was journaling. I wasn't thinking super clearly for quite a while, probably for a couple of years. I thought maybe it was some of the medications that I was on. And in the beginning, that definitely there was that factor. But also, I didn't know until very recently what trauma does to your brain. And so I think that my brain was being very protective of me and not allowing me to remember all of the things that I was going through. It's been a very painful process going through this. I still have a ton of pain and there's really no medication at all that I've tried that touches it. So I manage it by trying not to focus on it, but I manage it by, by just relaxing, meditating, breathing. I have had to breathe through a lot of pain over the years and I still do, but I just realized as I started journaling, I thought, you know, I don't have bad days. I have bad moments. And sometimes I have a lot of them, but I don't have bad days. I really only have bad moments. And that was a huge epiphany there to realize that because so many people would say, oh, I guess that was a horrible day for you when you got run over. And I'm thinking it wasn't my best day, but it wasn't a bad day. It was actually a really great day for my life to completely change and be surrounded by so many people that cared about me as well. And, and that still goes on. So I can't say that I have bad days. And most people will say that they have bad days. Every day for me, I have so many moments of joy and strength and value that I just can't ever lay my head on the pillow at night and say, wow, what a crappy day. I just don't do that. So I did a lot of thinking. I did a lot of thanking. I, and again, journaling. I tend to, I, I do a lot of writing and writing has become I guess that, that's probably one of my coping tools, but I also feel like if this whole experience for me just becomes this, oh, poor cat, she's not doing all the things she used to do or something, then it's like it happened for nothing. And I really want to give all of this meaning and significance and purpose. And so the only way I know to do that is to help other people with that. So that's what a chapter after is all about. It's helping people in whatever chapter they're in their life to find the lessons, all the life lessons that, that happen with that. And to take those lessons, go into the next chapter of their lives where they do a little bit of reinvention. And, and then they come out having a way better chapter than what they would have ever imagined, especially after going through something so life-changing. And, you know, sometimes people go through life changes and even, like I said, planned or involuntary. Some people look forward to retirement they work their whole lives and they're super excited about retirement. And then when it comes, it's so unimaginable for them. They'll wake up the first morning of retirement and then they look around and say, now what? So I created a gratitude journal and most of the people in my life are, are like me, as in they're always grateful for things and, and they're very verbal about that. But there are people that just don't know what to do with themselves. And they never have thought about being intentionally grateful for things. And so my gratitude journal that's on my website is it's very targeted so that people that are being grateful, intentionally grateful for the first time, they can just follow it and fill in the blanks sort of that way. And, and it gets them into that habit of being thankful for things. My mom, who has always been grateful my entire life, she is, and she still is, she's been journaling her whole life. And so always gratitude was just really up high in, in everything she taught me. And I know that I'm very lucky that way because not everybody has that kind of upbringing and, and has those kind of influences, but that was super positive. 
and she has looked at or of course she's got my journal and um, she said she uses it every day. And I thought, wow, you've been doing this forever. And she goes, I love it because it helps me think, okay, who's my favorite little person in my life today? That kind of thing. And it helps you look outside yourself for all the great things that really are happening in your life. And until you're looking for them, you're probably not seeing them. And, uh, and I want to help people with that. That is awesome. And I love what you say about is this you've been doing this you know your whole life with gratitude and journaling and so it comes to you so easily and I think it's like any skill really that you want to learn and get better at the more that you practice it the more naturally it's going to come so for people mm -hmm. who don't have like a gratitude practice what mm -hmm. can it do for you when you start to spend a little bit of time mm -hmm. consciously being grateful for things how can that change your life I'll tell you a little life-changing story <laughs> that's mine, actually. Here, I thought I was master of it all, and I wasn't at all. So when I had my accident, <clears throat> I um, was divorced, and my ex-husband was still very close to me. We were still very close, and we have children, you know, and everything. And and um, so, of course, when I had the accident, I called him immediately, and he was he came to help me and everything. And he lived a little ways out of town, and I lived right downtown. And he would drive every single day, either to the hospital or to the rehab center or to my apartment and check on me. Because at that point, if I fell out of my wheelchair, which believe it or not, it's really easy to do because your center of gravity is all off and everything. So I would lean over to get water for my dog or something. And anyway, I couldn't get myself back up. So he would come and check me and make sure that I was okay. And after 18 months of that, of doing this every single day, he said, why don't you just move back into the house? He says, then I know you're okay every day and I can also help you more. And so I was real hesitant. I did love my life downtown and everything, but I was very limited. And so I agreed to do it. And after about six or eight months of living in the house, we just really, we always loved each other, but we really got to the point where we do it. We just did not like each other at all. I mean, we were irritating each other and it was just a circle of negativity and as positive as I could be in every other part of my life, that relationship was so difficult. So I realized it was not good. And I thought, I've got to fix this. So I decided, and I don't know where I got this idea, but I decided to start writing down three things every single day about my ex-husband that I was grateful for or that I appreciated about him. And fast forward a little while, and I was at a friend's birthday party, and she said, so how are things at home? Because she knew I was struggling. And I looked at her, and I thought, oh my gosh, they're good. I couldn't, it was like a complete change. And, and it had been two weeks since I started wow. writing. So then that was right before uh, COVID hit and everything. And so a few months into that, we decided to get remarried. So that's a life changer. <laughs> wow. That is an awesome story. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I love telling it because it, it just shows you for somebody like me, that's been grateful for a really long time. And for me, it's like breathing. It, I still could make such a huge turnaround by doing that. And I call that relationship repair one, two, three, because really it's just writing down three things every day. And it's amazing to me how quickly that can happen. So if people are having struggles with somebody at their job or somebody in their own family, a friend, there is a way if the relationship is worth salvaging to you, there is a way to, to get yourself to the place where 
you're seeing the good. And what happened was I changed the energy in me by writing those things down every day. And pretty soon then I was just looking for them every day. I was seeing all these positive things about him. And then, then the energy around him changed because he was being treated differently. And so of course he reciprocated. And before you know it, we laugh and we, we get along great and life is good just by doing that exercise of writing down three things every day. And one of the relationships that people have and they forget about is the one that they have with their with themselves. And um, so I have recommended to a number of people, especially women, we grow up with all these standards and things that are almost impossible to meet and a lot of pressure on us to, to be what the media portrays is what we're supposed to be. So maybe writing down three things about yourself every day could be a life changer. So that's, that's something that people can do. And it does help. I've done it. <laughs> I've done that too. That's awesome. Yeah. I think two weeks, that is such a short amount of time to be able to make that right? change. So yeah. I want to pose a challenge to all the listeners that are listening to this episode today. The two weeks, write down, and I'm going to use your last example there. Write down three things that you're grateful for about yourself for two weeks. And I would love to know the outcome of that. I'm going to do that myself. I do have a kind of gratitude practice. It's not every day, but I'm going to take up this challenge myself. So I'd love for everyone else to join me. I'd love to talk about your perspective on the idea of resilience. So going through a life-changing event, and I think people throw the word resilience around a lot, especially like in the last two years, but there's been you know, such a massive change worldwide. So what is your perspective on the idea of resilience? When I get up in the morning, I'm on the pillow. I'm thinking gratitude. I'm being grateful for waking up or whatever it is. But when I know that I need my strength and I typically do this first thing in the morning when I first come to my desk, because my desk is where I'm queen of. <laughs> and um, so I do a power pose. I make fists with my hands and put them on my hips and look up like Wonder Woman. And for two minutes, I just think about, I'm strong, I'm bold, I can do this, I've got this. And I do that for two minutes. And by the end of the two minutes, my whole physiology, I think, has changed because I sit down at my desk and I'm ready to rock it. And so that's one of the things. When I was sitting in the wheelchair, when I felt very stuck at that point, but it also gave me a lot of time to think. And um, I didn't feel, I never felt, oh, I'm never going to be able to make it through this because I just, I'm not wired that way. But for people that may have something like that, where they're like, I can't deal with this. I just can't do this. Guess what? You can, but you have to tell yourself that you can. You have to spend that time with yourself and, and saying the, the affirmations. So one of the things that I do is I will write down affirmations and, and they're, usually full, filled with gratitude as well, but they're also about strength. And I'm very specific about, I can run this business. I can do this. And then I take my phone and I record each of those statements. I say it fairly slow, slower than I talk. And I say it three times in a row on my audio recording on my phone. And then when I get up in the morning or if I have to, if I have a meeting in the morning and I'm driving somewhere, I play it in my car or I'll play it in my earbuds if I'm at home. And I listen to that and that's, it's a meditation for me, but it also is preparing me for, for just about anything. Obviously we'll never be prepared for everything, 
but it prepares me to be resilient. It, it prepares me to be strong and know that I'm totally capable of doing whatever is, is there in front of me. So that's one of the exercises that I've done that, that works and I still do it. And then it's, I think that's one of the things that probably gives me the most strength every day. And the power pose is also good too. I think the physical part of that is it just fills you with that boldness and strength and courage that you would need. So a lot of it is internal dialogue. When we're telling ourselves for saying it out loud to someone, it's the same thing as saying it to ourselves. And if you're saying, I just can't do this anymore, then you're right. <laughs> exactly. You know, whatever you tell yourself, whether it's negative or positive, then you're right. I think there's yeah. a lot of power in listening to your own voice saying those positive things. And we've, we've talked um, with a few different people on the show as well about doing affirmations, but saying them out loud is one, but also just hearing the sound of your own voice, saying it back to yourself really internally. Because if we look at all the thoughts that we have about ourselves every day, 90% of them negative. So mm -hmm. if you aren't saying the positive things and reinforcing that, I think mm -hmm. that also goes hand in hand with the body language. It's the more negative that you talk, the more you're going to shoulders going to be down. You're going to be really cramped up. So yeah, making that kind of meditation tape, saying it to yourself in the morning out loud, I think is an awesome way to reframe some of those mm -hmm. thoughts that you're having. Yeah. You're programming your brain for the day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about involuntary change so you know we, we did talk about like retirement like people go into retirement and it's nothing like they expect but what about when it is something sudden and involuntary and just I suppose just one day you've got your life a certain way and the next day it's completely different how can someone maybe start to process and deal with that so for me everything was over in a second and my entire bucket list was filled with run a marathon in dublin what run a marathon i did a marathon in paris before my accident but run a marathon in madrid i wanted to go throughout europe and and just do marathons every trip and that kind of thing and so a complete change and so much of my life was wrapped around the running community here locally in colorado and those people were very supportive but it all changed in just a second and yet it gave me a lot of time to reflect. And I think that self-reflection is, as we've been saying, it's that inner dialogue. Self-reflection is so important to take that time. And if you're a writer, write it down. Some people are, want, don't want to write things down. They're afraid that somebody will see it or something like that. And in that case, I recommend that you write it, start up a, a password protected file on your computer and just write it in there every day. But I figured out very quickly that that my if I had my if I had done like my mom and kept all my journals that I'd ever written since middle school, I remembered suddenly as I'm sitting there with nothing else to do that all I ever wanted to do was grow up and be a writer. And I found this quote and I just thought it was so appropriate. It says, what if everything you're going through right now is preparing you for what you always wanted? And I really, yeah, I really felt like that was very much the case with me. I have other friends that have gone through just massively traumatic things. And I had a friend also that visited me in the rehab center. And she said, you know, if we all took all of our own stuff and put it in a pile, we'd probably pull our own back. You know, I think that's the truth. 
this getting run over and recuperating and, and having to recreate myself and my life and everything. I can do that because I've done it and I've been divorced. And of course that didn't end horribly. So that's been something I've been able to go through as well. We don't know what we can handle and what we don't, but I would say the fir very first steps would be to come up with those affirmations and start reprogramming yourself. Um, you're going to need courage. You're going to need strength, no matter what it is, whether it be mental or emotional or physical, you're going to need some uh, type of strength and fear is fine. You could be afraid of what's next, but a lot of times people will use fear to attract more negativity toward themselves. So if you can tell yourself, look, I made it through another day kind of thing, then I think that is what's giving you the inner strength, which of course is exactly what, I mean, that's what you breathe from every day. I really believe that the inner dialogue, the, the recognizing every time you've gotten through another day, recognizing you got through an hour, if it's that kind of situation, but I, but depending on their situation, I don't know of too many things where I, I haven't had somebody go through and, and survive. And I have friends that have gone through things I don't know if, how I could ever deal with. And they're thriving because of the things that they've done for themselves going throughout it. So I think for somebody brand new to just a, a change that just happened in a second is look at the wins and really do a lot of self-reflection and figure that out. I figured out that I was probably exactly where I had always wanted to be. I just, I didn't plan to get run over, but that put me in the path to do exactly what I've always, my entire life dreamed of doing. Yeah, wow, that is awesome advice. Think about the wins. I really love that one. And I just want to expand on that a little bit further because I think a lot of people might only come to that point of self-reflection when something negative has happened. But I think it's equally as important to reflect and look at the wins when you are at a stable or even like a positive part in your life, I think that self-reflection is still so important just as a practice to have. So would you agree with that? Absolutely. We take vitamins to prevent getting sick. We don't start taking them because, oh, we're sick. Now we need vitamins, that sort of thing. And I feel like gratitude is the same way in, in getting our mental space to be as, as positive and, and as healthy as possible. So start now, you may have a fine life, you may have a great life, but start now doing some of these things, um, being grateful every day, being like you said, saying it out loud and everything, let people know when somebody's done something for you, let people know how grateful you are for them, because then there's two people that have been positively affected. So I really love that idea, but you don't know if you're in training for something and I had no idea, but I'm so grateful that I did the things that I did to get myself to where I was so that when it did happen, it was, it wasn't easy at all. I don't mean to say that, but, and it still continues, you know, to be difficult. The, the thing that I didn't mention is that on the same day that I was run over my son, he's a drummer in a band that tours throughout the world. And he was in London during the terrorist attacks and they had to hide the band in a building and then sneak them out during the night to get to the airport and to get them out of town. But he was watching the whole thing from several stories up. And when I, when I found that out and I had just come out of my first surgery 
And uh, I found that out and, and that'll bring you back really fast. And all of a sudden, then it was, of course, the concern for my kid. And that sort of took over everything for a little while until I knew for sure that he was okay and everything. And he was, he was totally fine. But you don't know what you might be in training for, or maybe it's just good to do. But, but I think it's like our vitamins. You got to take it to prevent the, the things. And if your mind is in the right place, it's going to be a lot easier to get through some of the most difficult things that might face you. Yes, that's absolutely right. Talking again about your business, a chapter after. So who is that for and who would, would benefit from the things that you help people with? Thank you. Yes. So I think that the way that I designed it was I wanted for people that went through life changes, whether it be planned or unplanned, for people to be able to reach out somewhere if they're struggling through it or if they are, if they've gone through it, but they haven't seen maybe what 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 was the beautiful part of it what brought you through it i think that we need to recognize it i believe very strongly that we're confronted with the same issues over and over in our lives until we learn lessons and so that's part of the reason that these lessons are so vital but i what i've learned about empathy in my recuperation has been huge. And now I can be so much more of a comfort to somebody else going through something. So those are the people that I really want to reach. I also want to talk to, I want more people that have gone through things and have found the beauty and are in their next chapter and thriving. I want to talk to those people too. I would love to find out everybody's secret because we all look at things a little bit differently. And I'm sure that there's really important lessons to learn from everybody. So if you're going through something, go to a chapter after.com. If you've gone through something and things are good, go to a chapter after.com and reach out. I've got a chat forum there for people to, to have conversations about different topics that I've written in there. And I hope that they'll start more as well, but I plan to be very involved in that kind of thing. For some people that feel intimidated and think my problem, I don't want to share it with everybody. My email is right on the website as well. And I'm more than happy to um, jump on a Zoom call with somebody or to talk with them on the phone or go back and forth with email. I just want people to be their best selves. And if I can facilitate that through my gratitude journal, and I also created a manifesting manual and it's like the idea of a vision board but all the pages are laminated. So I call it the perpetual edition because you can keep changing things up. And each set of pages are titled with one of the, from a life pie chart, one of the titles from the life pie chart. So you have two pages that are family and two pages that are social and spiritual and everything. And I, I make an appointment with myself every week, um, usually on a different day every week, but where I can look through everything in my manifesting manual really focus on them and then also decide, is that really still my goal? And if it's not, then take it off and put something else there, that sort of thing. I think looking forward, even though we have to learn to appreciate where we are, but also looking forward is something that helps people look up. That's awesome. I love those two journals. Um, and I'm going to put links to your website in the show notes. Anyone who wants to jump Great. on and just continue that, that conversation, I think mm -hmm. yeah, that's a really awesome um, platform that you've built there. Thank you. So just to finish it off, we've mm -hmm. talked about lots of awesome topics on this show. If you could leave us just with one main takeaway that you'd like mm -hmm. people to take from the episode. 
gratitude always, first of all. But second of all, I think it's really important that we surround ourselves with the right people. And I have some great friends and sometimes they go through tough times. And so they're down, but I'm there to support them and help them through. But there are people in your life that are just going to take from you emotionally. And then those are probably, I think it's up to each person to decide, is this person the one that really needs to be with me? This may be right now as I'm going through something or whatever, but I think that it's important to surround yourself with the people that lift you up, the people that empower you. And if you have a frenemy, it's probably time to start limiting the time you spend with them. So that's such an important thing is to make sure that you build up your support network with the right people and, and they be positive. Awesome, awesome takeaway. I love that one. For that quote, you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. So if you're exactly. surrounded by five positive people, you're going to be the sixth one. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Kat, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's been so great to chat with you. No, thank you, Rachel, for having me on. I appreciate it. Gratitude always. But secondly, surround yourself with positive people. Remember, you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. So if you surround yourself with five positive people that lift you up, you are going to be the sixth. If you'd like to connect with Kat, you can find links to her website, a chapter after, in the show notes below. Connect with us on Instagram at the Mindset Mastery Podcast, where we have more mindset conversations, inspiration, and all our upcoming guests over there. If you found value in today's episode, please share it with one person you think would also benefit from what we talked about. I can't wait to do it all again with you next time. Until then, remember, we are only limited by what we believe we are limited. <laughs>